0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 9 of Are You Afraid of Ghosts, where each week I will talk about true ghost stories, haunted houses, paranormal activity, urban legends, and more. My name is Jessica Atkinson, soon to be Jessica Gulliford and I am excited to share my findings with you. If this is the first episode you're listening to, I would love to hear your personal ghost stories. If you can send them to areyouafraidofghosts at gmail.com. Before I begin, I'd like to thank all my listeners. If you're interested in sponsoring this podcast, please let me know. I'd love to chat with you. Sponsoring my podcast will allow me to be able to access exclusive interviews. It'll allow allow me to travel, to talk to different people at different haunted locations so I can kind of see for myself and report back so you can also follow us on twitter at are you afraid three instagram at are you afraid of ghosts and facebook at are you afraid of ghosts also don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you can know when I release new episodes so tonight's episode is about a haunted house in New Jersey this is a good one guys There is evidence this house in New Jersey is stalked by a paranormal entity called the Watcher. I had never heard of this before, so I was super excited when I found this. And I thought it was very interesting. This is an article by Laura Allen. Sorry if I jacked these names up, but, you know, the spelling is all over the place. So the Broadus family was sure they'd found their dream home when they bought a sprawling historic house in 2014. Little did they know the seemingly perfect Westfield, New Jersey house also came with a house stalker. (laughs) An entity known as the Watcher haunts this home and has sent letter after letter containing creepy threats to residents. Even more frightening, this Watcher speaks about himself as if he's some paranormal entity or even the house itself, leading to theories that he is not even a real person, but a malicious spirit or creature. There have been haunted places in New Jersey before, but the Watcher stands out among them as more than just an urban legend. Police have been involved, though they have found nothing, and the letters keep coming. For the family that moved in there, it has been like a real-life nightmare ever since they got the first letter. But what do these letters say? Who or what is the Watcher? Why won't locals talk about it? There are more questions than answers, but no matter how you look at it, the Westfield Watcher House is more of a nightmare home than a dream home. Someone has been stalking the house for decades. The Westfield Watcher House, as it has come to be known, was built in 1906 and was originally purchased for a dollar. Throughout the years, it has been inhabited by a mayor and struck by lightning. Also, it may be home to some sort of strange, sinister presence. We know this because owners of the house have received letters, threatening and menacing in nature, and the letters have been coming for decades. While much of the news about this house has happened in the last few years, the recorded trouble actually started in the 1990s. We don't know exactly when the first letter came or what it said, but we know that the previous owners of the house, the Woods, received a letter from someone claiming to be a watcher, and that the letters have continued since then. It may be a multi-generational stalking. So, what exactly did these letters say that was so chilling? When the watcher first identified himself to the Broadest family, he also gave a bit of background as to why he was observing the house. He said that he had been waiting for a new family, and that the woods had sold the house when he had asked them to. He also said that he was in charge of the house, and that it was something that ran in the family. Previous generations had watched the house, and now, for the past two decades, the honor had fallen to him. In particular, the note stated, The house had been the subject of my family for decades. I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s, and my father watched in the 1960s. It is now my time. The Watcher May Be a Supernatural Creature Initially, it sounds like the house is being stalked by a creepy person obsessed with whoever lives there. However, many points in the Watcher's letters indicate that he may not be human at all. In the letters sent to the residents, the Watcher often referred to himself as the address of the house itself. He also spoke of a second coming of the house, as if it was was alive, and has even warned you don't want to make 657 Boulevard unhappy. He also speaks as if he is in the walls, or running from room to room, as if he is a ghost that lives in the house even now. It has been suggested that the watcher may be the spirit of a local murderer named John List or a previous owner who has died and come back to haunt the place. However, the Watcher is able to send tangible letters, so whoever and whatever they are is likely tangible as well. The Watcher seems interested in any children who live in the house. As creepy as some of this is, just in concept, possibly the most disconcerting part about these letters is the fascination with children. The broadest family does not does have children, and the basement of the house had been set up as a playroom for the kids because that's not creepy at all. When the letters came in, the watcher seemed downright obsessed with the idea of young blood. Throughout the four notes given to the family over the years, the watcher has criticized the family's treatment of their child, have said that the house needed young blood and that he was looking for them. In the watcher's own words, Do you need to fill the house with the young blood I requested? Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. In a later note, the entity reiterated this point again. And now I watch and wait for the day when they, young blood will be mine again. The watcher knows the layout and features of the house. In talking about the young blood, the watcher wrote that this chil- that the children should be allowed to play in the basement. This indicates that the watcher, at least to some extent, knows the layout of the house. The watcher also said that they had once run from room to room before, as if he has once lived there or still lives there, and that he was upset that they had changed the interior to make it more fancy." Of course, this information could be obtained from a real estate description or perhaps by looking through the windows. The content of the notes supports the second point. Who has the, quote, who has the bedrooms facing the the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. It will help me to know who is in which bedroom then I can plan better. All of the windows and doors in 657 Boulevard allow me to watch you and track you as you move through the house. As an additional creep factor, the Watcher also asked in a letter if they had found what was in the walls yet, and if not, they soon would. It may be a deranged neighbor. The big question that looms here, then, is who exactly is the Watcher? If we assume that it is not a supernatural being that haunts the place, then it would still have to be someone who was close to or had intimate knowledge of the house. Many theories have been brought up over the years, including previous families, real estate agents, the current families, and even a neighborhood conspiracy. However, one theory actually holds a little bit of weight. One of the previous residents who lived there during the 50s and 60s reported that he had never experienced anything strange while living there. Then, later... He said that he'd been told by a local that the one writing the notes was a deranged neighbor, an adult living with his parents near the home. Whether or not the information is accurate cannot be confirmed, but the email does give some interesting details. Quote, So, heard from a friend who knows someone who lives on that street in New Jersey, the watcher is a local crazy who lives on the street and harasses everyone. Apparently he's an adult son of a couple living on the street. Everyone who lives there knows who it is, and no one will speak up because they're afraid he'll genuinely retaliate. The guy's parents defend him and think he's harmless, when in reality he makes life uncomfortable and annoying for everyone in the neighborhood. He probably hasn't actually broken any laws, so the police will do nothing. Families have been scared into leaving. Whether or not the Woods sold the house because of the watcher Or, if they did so, to bring in the requested young blood, is hard to say. But we do know for certain that the Broadus family was terrified. There were thinly veiled threats against their children, and the fourth letter that was not released to the public was supposedly threatening and sinister in nature. This was enough to send them packing, only about a year after buying what they thought was their dream home. The family moved out in 2015 and began renting the place, because the city would not allow them to demolish the house. They were supposedly so frightened, they sued the previous owners for not letting them know about this strange, possibly supernatural stalker. The Woods countersued, but admitted they too got a letter before they sold the house. Since then, the Broaddus family have been trying to sell the place. Locals don't want to talk about it. One would think... That given all the fame and attention that the mysterious Watcher House has brought the community in Westfield, that locals will be happy to speak about their experiences. This, however, is not the case at all. Not only do neighbors not like sharing their experiences with the house, but they outright avoid it. This could be because they know who is sending the letters, and that the idea also supports the community conspiracy and deranged neighbor theory. It could also be that they just want to be left alone in privacy. And lastly, it could be that they are afraid that whatever or whoever this watcher is may come after them too. When asked about it, one local simply said that it was an uneasy subject. Quote, most people aren't comfortable talking about it. I got my reasons. They're my reasons. Personal reasons. It reminds me of my past. The police can't do anything about it. The other thing people might be wondering is why the police aren't doing anything about it. The fact is, they kind of can't help. There's no sign of who this person might be, and they haven't done anything violent or malicious and illegal besides harassing the family. The Westfield Police, as well as the Union County Prosecutor's Office, are aware of the situation and have investigated the matter. The mayor has even been brought up has even brought up the matter in a town council meeting telling the supposed watcher to speak up however this investigation has turned up next to nothing and in the chance that someone something supernatural is going on they likely won't ever find much to go on when approached about the matter of the watcher the police tend to be less than open about it however This might be because they are asked about it so often, according to one police officer. Quote, People ask me about it all the time, even when I'm off duty, at parties. I tell them, the only thing to watch is me drink another beer. It might become a horror movie. If this sounds like a horror movie plot to you, you aren't alone. Major film production studios like Blumhouse Productions... Dimension Films, New Line Cinema, and even Universal have been talking about getting the movie rights to the Westfield Watcher. Whether this is done as a supernatural thriller, a straightforward horror movie, or a crime thriller has yet to be seen. On top of that, major directors have shown some interest in this potential film. James Wan and Brian Bertino have both voiced their desire to develop an adaptation of the story, so we may soon see we may soon see the tale of the Watcher coming to movie screens soon. Perhaps the current homeowners will be able to get some of their income from the sale of their story, because they have wanted to get their money back for this unlivable house for some time now, and it hasn't been going well. The house is worth more than a million dollars, and you can buy it right now. Given that the house is well over a 100 years old, it makes sense that this sprawling historical house would be worth some serious cash. When the Broadduses purchased the home, they did so for $1.3 million in 2014. They were there for only about a year before they had to leave and have not been able to live in the home since since due to fear of the Watcher. Since then, they have been trying to sell the home, but the pickings have been slim. The price has come down to around $1.1 million, and the price has been steadily dropping over the past few years. The broadest family has been said that the watcher letters and stories have scared away everyone who has shown interest in the home, so the price may drop even further. So if you've got a million bucks to spare and feel like living in a potentially supernaturally monitored house, you might have just found your dream home. Thanks so much for listening, and hope I didn't scare you too much. Good night.